Boom, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I know, fellas, this face is a face made for TV. But there are some products that you got to put on it, I guess. And uh, if you're looking for something that's a little bit different, especially for you gentlemen, then this episode is for you. Let's get this one on the road. Here we go. Shut up and sit down. Look, a business can give you everything you want in life. Prestige, wealth, freedom. It can also take everything away from you. This show is for those who are willing to take that risk. These are the real life stories of entrepreneurs. But before we start, I have one small favor to ask. Please leave a comment. It can be advice, critiques, tips, feedback, or share this with someone because your engagement is the most valuable and most powerful form of social currency. So thank you and welcome to another episode of Business Boss. All right, ladies and gents, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a company that was founded to provide simple and effective solution for men's skincare needs. Our guest is an expert in the field of skincare and ingredients with a passion for clean and vegan products. Tune in as we hear uh, all about his inspiring story and how his company was born and learn more about their commitment to creating pro products that are free from harmful chemicals. So let's welcome to the show, Mr. Jake Rosenberg. All right, Jake, let's get the party started, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, men's skincare products. Uh, it's not, not normally the way I think of skincare products. Usually when I think about it, it's the wife, uh, makeup, eyeliner, chapstick, lotions, all that stuff. I, I mean, I put some lotion on every once in a while, but that's really about it. Tell me about how you got in this space and, and what kind of market's out there for us. Yeah, so I was always like a bar of soap on the face kind of guy, you know, skincare was something I picked up at CVS. If like, Oh, I happen to have dry skin. Okay. What, like what thing do I grab when I'm at the drugstore? Um, but a couple of years ago I had a ski accident, which left me with a scar on my nose. And so from that, I was forced to actually understand, okay, what am I actually putting on my face? Because, you know, a scar on your nose, you can't really hide. You either have to treat it right. You, you know, if it was on your arm, you this, maybe you can hide it or something like that. But because it's in the middle of your face, I was like, okay, well, I, wanted to heal and I want to make sure that I'm not actively hurting it. So I started having to pay a lot more attention to actual ingredients. And then I started having to pay attention to the differentiation of skincare and cosmetics because they were kind of lumped into one thing in my mind of just like, yeah, girls do all that stuff. I don't really know. And so skincare is really more about skin health than cosmetics, which is more about like the art and creativity of like, you know, makeup and things like that. So what we do is skincare. It's hydrating facial serums. It's going to be daily moisturizing SPF 30s to protect you from the sun, facial cleansers and washes, things like that. Things that are about skin health, which obviously help your appearance, you know, going to the gym, you're healthier, but you also end up looking better. But, um, you know, makeup is a completely different thing. So that that's kind of the first distinction. Um, and so, yeah, then, then I realized the entire industry is called the beauty industry. And like, that's not for yeah. guys, but these products, like there's 10 to 20 things at Sephora or Ulta, that would be fantastic if you were using, but there's no way you're going to be able to find them, like no chance, because they have 10,000 products in a store, and they have salespeople incentivized to upsell you on things you've never even heard of, like, do you want to beautify contour or shape? It's like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. How about you give me something, I put it on my face, 10 seconds later, I'm done, and I go about my day. So well, that's what Crete's all about. 
Yeah, it sounds like uh, the the whole skincare industry, especially for guys, has a huge marketing problem. Because you're right, man. Like, I would never walk into an Alta or a Mac store or anything like that. I mean, I've 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 been to one because the wife goes right, but really, I stay outside. I don't. I, there's nothing in there for no. me. But you're saying that like this is definitely something. Now, now I'm I'm gonna tell you this. So we live in a in a day and age where we have more and more guys that are looking at that space, whether it's on the beauty side or just because they want to take care of themselves in general, but they can't find it. So how is Crete separating themselves so that guys actually know these products are available? So the first is there's a general cultural shift towards in two ways. One is the products people are starting to understand that some of these are like not actually feminine, you know, like putting a moisturizer in your face. It's not feminine. Like we have skin. Would you rather have dry or moisturized? It's not really that crazy. Um, and the second thing is um, there's a general ability for, for social media to reach unbelievably niched and target audiences. You know, we can test stuff. We can test a lot of messaging. You know, the first idea that we had, which happened to work well, is like, okay, well, what's the main problem with skincare? Well, guys think it's feminine, and then guys think it probably takes too long. It's like, okay, well, making it not feminine is not necessarily the easiest thing. It's a little re-education of things, but making it not take too long, that's why our tagline is 30-second skincare. Because we know that when guys hear that, they're like, okay, well, if I can look good, and it's going to take whatever 30 seconds means, right? Is it Do I learn about it in 30 seconds? Does it take 30 seconds to use? Do I see the results in 30 seconds? It kind of means all of those things. So that was the real real messaging that really hit home was that there's kind of a value proposition and people focus on the numerator, but not the denominator. The numerator is look great, have a great life, yada, yada, get the promotion, get the girl, all those things. Every brand on earth promises some version of that, but very few focus on the the denominator of how much time, effort, money, et cetera, energy is it going to take to get there? So it's like, you're going to look great, but it's going to cost you a million dollars and take five years. That's terrible. Well, it's going to cost you bucks and take 30 seconds okay i'll do that so that yeah, was- it's a simple promise like uh it, it's funny you're describing uh alex ramosi's million dollar offer yes. model right there right and so yeah, trying to trying to get I, that denominator yeah. down to zero as best you possibly can i mean you you're you're absolutely right you know you mentioned that when you started with this is because you got a scar on your face right yeah. and anytime i get a cut or something like that my gut reaction is I got to put some neosporin on that, right? And then, like, that's the, the kind of the go-to thing for that kind of healing process. So, but I don't really know what's in that stuff, right? I know yeah. that to help me. I just don't really know what's in it. It's kind of that, and that's kind of the the downside I think right now that this industry has is lack of education. We just don't know enough to make a buying decision. Absolutely. So, you know, something like Neosporin, that's a little more on the, like, it's supposed to be originally, I think it was like antibiotic ointment too. So it was like, you put it on a cut because it also like, you know, helps actually cut. We're not making stuff like when you, the first time you get a cut and the medical part of that situation, once, once it's actually scabbed and whatever, I mean, I put it on everything. If I get a burn in the kitchen, I put it on and it like stops hurting. So it's, it's. Uh, you know, I'm talking about pre now actually. So like, you know, the second it's not a medical issue anymore, you know, when I first got this, I'm not putting hyaluronic acid on it while it's like the stitches are still raw, on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, raw, but like a couple days later, I am starting to do that. So 
Yeah, one of the main ingredients we use is hyaluronic acid. And that it sounds like really scary. It sounds like the stuff like the Joker fell into. It's like yeah, it does. Acid, you know, one can pronounce it. But it's actually like the most hydrating ingredient, like basically in the world. And we make it naturally in our body. And a lot of products use it. A ton of products use it. The, the issue that I have with them, and, and that's why I actually learned chemistry and formulated my products myself and made hundreds of variations, tested them like crazy. And it's why ours now has like, Nobody returns. We have a less than 1% return rate. We have no cancellation. It's crazy. It's because there's different molecular weights of hyaluronic acid. And we use the most expensive one, which is the best, which is a higher weight that is thicker. It gels more, creates a protective coat, and it actually can sit there and, and absorb more water so it's more hydrating. A lot of other companies will use ones where there's a little dropper, and you'll see it's like, one, that action is not too masculine. Guys don't want to like drop a liquid on their face like that. And the second is it just doesn't work as well. It takes mm -hmm. longer to dry. And so we considered all of these things. We're like, well, it costs 30 more cents to do the better product, the better molecular weight of this product. Why wouldn't we just do that? We'll charge a dollar more for the product, $2, you know, whatever. You always end up making it up. And so we just didn't cut any corners with formulating. So like it's not, what goes in this is not cheap. It's, it's a lot. It's apple stem cell extract we import from Switzerland the thing is, it works. So, you know, the real expense in a company like this and a direct to consumer company is, is acquisition costs and retention. It's not mm -hmm. the manufacturing. So, yeah, spend an extra dollar or two on the ingredients, the bottles of this, whatever. But then, like, if you get a customer to come back without having to remarket to them, you're printing money. So, like, the only way they do that is if the product is good. Anybody can get a product into someone's hands with marketing. But once, once you have this, once you're using this, there's no marketing in the world that'll get you to rebuy it unless you actually like the product. And so I consider if we want someone to buy 10 bottles over their lifetime, making up that number right now, well, nine of them depend on the product or the, the quality of the product and one depends on our marketing. So yeah, mm -hmm. we should do everything we can to have the best ingredients, best formulations, et cetera. And I just don't think a lot of companies think like that, which is bizarre. I think they just want the cheapest thing out there and they'll just get it into CVS and They'll do a volume game. It's like, well, that's not really us. We, we, we're going for quality. But yeah, it's, it's very hard to know what the hell's in these ingredients. I mean, I'll pick up a bottle of something and it's like, really need 75 ingredients to make a shampoo? Like, really? I don't think they I do. can't even pronounce half the stuff that's in those ingredients anyways. Yeah, to make it, it – it, yeah. and, and we're – easily coughing up money and putting that all over ourselves at any given time. So like, I mean, I'm, I'm, again, I've heard and seen all kinds of stuff in the cosmetic space. They're like, ladies, you put this stuff on your face. Like, do you even know what's on this stuff? Yeah, then, but you know, Hey, it takes away the age spots and it hides the wrinkles and it does all yeah, this now. stuff. <laughs> yeah. For, for now. 16 other things and, and health issues. Yeah. Exactly. So let me let me ask you this. Okay, so so for me, I, I'll take it something as simple: brushing your teeth, flossing every day. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a routine that I tend to get into it with with you know cleanliness, even the way you shower, the way you put a sock on, what shoe you put on first, all that stuff. For me, there's very much a routine for some of these things that I do, and I feel like for for me to incorporate this product into my life it would have to be part of that routine and you mentioned earlier that you're trying to make it as easy as possible time wise yeah. for them to use it so like describe to me like that that guy that could definitely benefit and when would he be benefiting to use this particular product so we try to make our products not only universal for everybody you know 
that's why we avoid oil in our serums because oil doesn't work for 30 to 40 percent of the population it can actually cause the issues you're trying to solve you know it can cause acne in people like the hell's the point of buying a product and it causes an issue things like retinol ahas exfoliants they can actually irritate a lot of people certain preservatives that are cheaper can irritate people so when it comes to like using it in your in your daily life the first thing we want to do is obviously open it up to make sure our products work for everybody the second thing is you know the point of calling a 30 second skincare is like i could use it right now i could just do that like here you go like one two and, and apply it like while on this part it's like it takes so little time i'm a realist i'm i was always like a user interaction guy with software and and i like to make things fit into people's existing behavior as opposed to trying to create them new behaviors you know the reason why uber was successful it's taxis that existed but just better in 10 ways we're trying to essentially do that for skincare it's like do you wake up in the morning and grab your phone okay well this is next to your phone just maybe try it then or the same thing at night or if it's in your bathroom the point is use it once a day maybe twice a day whenever you have a second it doesn't you know, is it optimized if you take a shower, then use it right after and then use it at night? Yes, it's optimized, but you're going to get 80% of the benefit if you just like, it's the middle of the end, you just remember, oh yeah, I should use that 10 seconds later, it's on and you're done. So that's the point is making these things so easy, so small, so travel sized, the best ingredients and concentrated like potency of it. So it really doesn't have to fit into any kind of routine. You know, we especially don't want you to have to have a skincare routine. If you have a morning routine with shaving, sure, put it in there. If you brush your teeth in the morning at a specific time, like, sure, put it with that. But the point is it's supposed to be so easy that, like, whenever you just are reminded of it, you can do it. So it is – I'm assuming it's applied like a lotion, right? It's really quick, yeah. on your hands, good to go. The new bottle, so I'll show you. Like, one, two, on your hands, rub it like that, and then that's it. Like – you know, you can see it's a little, it'll dry in about 30 seconds. Nice perfect, glow. perfect. That's it. So yeah, let me ask you, there's, there's, yeah, it's going to be gone. I work with uh, teenagers and uh, I suffered from the same type of thing. Acne as a teenager, dry skin, eczema. There's people who have some of these skin conditions that are already part of their everyday life. Um, is this something that they'd have to worry about or consider when, uh, when getting ready to use this product? No, um, it's so I have to work delicately because technically if you make certain claims, it could be like a medical claim or other things. Yes. yes. So, you know, dry skin, dry skin, this, this is the best product, like basically on earth for dry skin. Like if you have it, it will immediately provide some relief from it. Like I have really, really dry skin, especially like around my eyes. I put this on, it's like night and day relief immediately. I know that Accu, uh, sorry, Accutane. So if you have acne, maybe you actually have dry skin from Accutane. And so like, you know, I just to be empathetic, like I joined a couple Accutane groups, one called Accutane Survivors. I just want to know what people are going through so we can better make products for them. So, you know, people who use Accutane like our product a lot because of the fact that they're suffering with severe dry skin often. Um, it's not going to be a mm -hmm. cure for that because obviously that's like you're taking systemic medicine that's that's causing that dryness. But it can it can take a serious dent out of the out of the discomfort. Um, things like eczema, we've had a lot of customers say that our products do wonders for eczema. Um, eczema again is like kind of an internal manifestation, you know, coming out externally. It's not like oh, it's cold out, so it's dry. So you know, if I wear a protective thing, but again, it can really do that. And then acne, it's like one of the issues about acne is, um, and this is just one of the many things that can cause it, is uh, 
if your skin is not hydrated enough, your body will actually overproduce oil too hydrated and that oil can cause acne. So if your skin is hydrated, you potentially can reduce acne potentially by just having your body not overproduce oil in certain ways. Um, we don't make any anti-acne products. That's called OTC. It's a different category of, of with the FDA of products. Um, that's just not the specific issue I, I understand. I never had bad acne. Uh, I had bad dry skin and skin issues and scars and other other kinds of things. So we'll probably eventually get to that, but that's a higher level of regulation. So we'll we'll do that when we're bigger. But the <laughs> overall point is our products can be used by anyone with any skin condition, and many of them it will help. What's the what's the journey been like as far as that customer acquisition? Because that's that, like you said, has probably been the most difficult part of building yeah. this particular business. Are you guys uh, like really niching down to a specific type? You said you joined some some groups that were yeah. uh, all about Accutane, and that's funny because that's exactly the medication I ended up taking in high school myself. Yeah. Um, and and you know, there's traumas that are involved when people have skin issues. People start to get a little self-conscious uh they're not yeah, as confident man. as they once were so you know to be able to provide a product that kind of helps even with the like the moisturizing i mean i i don't know if you don't have dry skin i don't know how to explain the sensation of just feeling that like that moisture going into your into your skin to make you feel it's, a lot it's better like, it's like if you if you're unbelievably thirsty and then you drink a glass of water it's like instant relief and it's like yes. it's like that but for your skin i mean I'm, that would be the parallel too right you were dehydrated your skin's dehydrated i mean so i've i've kind of had those like wow aha moments like when i when i've shaved and i put this on and the irritation just stops i'm like how the hell does that even work it's just it works great but yeah the actual customer acquisition i can break it down into a couple of our different kind of demographics uh older males you know 45 plus uh we do on facebook and instagram anti-aging stuff, anti-aging, 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 or green tea extract, ginger root extract, uh, apple stem cell extract. They're all very powerful anti-aging ingredients. Tripeptide 29 is, is collagen synthesized, collagen boosting helps with collagen synthesis. So that's what that messaging is. It's wrinkles, redness, signs of aging, and it does well. The customers are much more expensive to acquire, uh, mostly because the CPM, I'll get technical. All the CPMs for them are are higher. They're like two times what a thirty year old is, because there's just not as many of them. And I think Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, we all know that these people once they buy your product, they're your customer for life. They just mm -hmm. they found it, you know. So we get a lot of subscribers out of them. You know, that's the messaging. It's it's hey dude, it's your face. Do you want to spend thirty seconds and look younger? But like again, we offer a six dollar trial with free shipping. So like we lose money on that first order. So again, we just get, have to get it in your hands. And then the return customer rate is so ridiculously high that, you know, two months later, that customer is profitable. They've paid half the acquisition costs and then they stay on for God knows how long, year, two, three, whatever. Um, younger audiences, that's a little bit different. We're doing, uh, we're kind of approaching them, you know, like 25 to 35. We're doing some interesting niches, you know, for our body serum. We're going after tattoo people with tattoos because it makes tattoo health uh, mm -hmm. significantly easier and it makes them visually pop. You put it on and they like are stunning. I don't even have tattoos. My brother does. He used it once. He sent me a picture. I was like, okay, we're going to go after that market. Uh, guys who shave their <laughs> head like you, we do that for the facial serum because, hey, you have twice as much. You're going to use the product twice as much. So we've thought of some of these interesting niches to go after. The actual messaging to younger people is more about confidence. You know, the rest, like 
achievement, aspirational imaging, aspirational. But like, we don't want to really, we're not going to go below 30 much because the, the price point's pretty high. And we just, you know, you have to realize that, you know, while the CPMs for marketing might be lower, there's a reason. These people are inundated with ads. They're, they understand these platforms natively. And so they're not just going to buy your products because you run a funny ad. Like they, they know when an yeah, ad is yeah. there and not. So it really depends on what level and what demographic we're going to. But yeah, I mean, we've been pretty successful on all levels so far, but we kind of treat them as completely different, like messaging. Like a 30 year old doesn't care about anti-aging stuff yet. 38 year old, maybe 45, 100%. Oh yeah, man. If you can find the fountain of youth, you'd be, we'd be all over it. And you're absolutely right. Like once you find a product, we don't really switch. I use the same type of toothpaste I've used for many, many yeah. years. I use the same type of deodorant, many, many years, same type of lotion for many, many years. I don't switch. We're, we're very loyal to when, especially stuff you that we're guys putting on like, our body when we switch. Yeah. They have one big switch at like in their thirties from like their college and high school stuff to the adult version of that stuff. So like yeah. I've talked to a lot of people when I say, hey, we might be developing a deodorant, they're like, good, I've been using Axe since high school. I'm like, aren't you 35? Like, you're still using Axe? They're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I switched to this one thing I found at CVS, a salt, whatever. Like, guys like to do like a switch from, okay, I've been using this forever, but I know I need better. And then they switch to one other thing that's the better version, and then they use it forever. It's a slow oh. transition. Sometimes it comes as a Christmas gift. Sometimes it comes as a... A lot of times it's a girlfriend or a wife or a sister or a mother. Like, that's how guys get into skincare. And it's funny because it's like... It's not like I didn't have dry skin. I just never knew about this stuff. Yeah, we, we, we're, we're toughing it out. Just rub some dirt on it. You'll be all right, right? That's what we're told all the time. Yeah. What about... What about the all natural aspect of it? Is that part of your marketing campaign as well? I mean, it, you know, it, it, the title of our show say goodbye to toxic skincare, right? So there's a yeah. lot of products out there where we really don't know what's going into them versus yours, where it's it's very much like according to my notes, vegan friendly, right? Yeah. So we all of our products are vegan, but you know, and there are some vegan ingredients we avoid. So the joke I make sometimes is like sometimes companies or brands or industries claim they're vegan. It's like, oh, a vegan television. It's like, well, well, you know, what animal part was going to be in your Sony TV anyway? <laughs> in skincare, there are a lot of, you know, beeswax and a couple of other things that are, that are, you know, uh, glycerin that comes from animals use vegetable glycerin. So we made a conscious effort to do that. And obviously cruelty-free is easy. Like just don't test on animals. I, I don't even think most brands do that. So while we are that, like that's not some giant claim to fame. What we really do is we have clean formulas that are actually effective. And the thing is, that means we need to know every single ingredient. The reason why in those shampoo bottles and soap bottles, it's like this long, it's because they use pre-made mixes that are cheap. They, they'll use something that's 20 ingredients already because that's the preservative base that, that they know they can buy by the like 55-gallon truckload. So um, we don't do that. We, we formulate individually with individual ingredients. So there's a couple of other classifications, organic, natural, whatever. Those are mostly BS, to be honest, because like, go find me a natural preservative that works. And I will show you one that doesn't really work. So do you want in a month? Oh, great. It was natural. And you bought it because that sounds nice. It's like, well... Go rub some tree bark on your armpits and see if that deodorant works. It's like, no, some things <laughs> that are synthetic and made in a laboratory are totally safe and work and are much more effective. You know, for example, tocopherol is vitamin E, but then there's tocopherol acetate, which is synthetic vitamin E. It works 
just as well, if not better in oils, it's cheaper and easier and more effective. So it's like, all right, why wouldn't I use a synthetic version? So we, you know, we use phenoxyethanol and, and disodium EDTA, and those can get some bad PR sometimes, but I looked into it and the reasons why are like completely misunderstood. So I was like, well, we have a shelf life of two to three years for our products versus doing something that sounds a little nicer. But like, again, we have a one less than 1% return rate and we sell to people with sensitive skin. Those are not issues. But yeah, then, then on the other hand, it's like some of these companies, they just kind of ride the wave of like, oh, we're aluminum-free deodorant. Yeah, but you have nine other poisonous things. You're just picking the one really bad thing you don't have in marketing it. So, you know, if you look at our ingredient list, it's like nine ingredients long. Like, you know, it's really simple. You can actually Google the ingredients. It's, it, it works well. It's like we, we stopped when we got an A-plus product and we didn't just add a bunch of filler stuff so it'd be cheaper. Yeah. And, and I feel like, uh, again, things are changing over time. People are looking for different avenues that are easier to understand. I mean, uh, I, I like to take care of myself physically, and I, I see people talk about food all the time. Go down the grocery aisle, look at the ingredients. Can you understand what's in the ingredients? Or is there a list of like five things or is there a list of like 45 things? Like what do you put it into your body? I don't, I don't buy it? those things. I, I'm happy. My mom's a doctor, and she was always very nutrition conscious. Um, and she was way ahead of the curve with some of these things. Like for some reason, when I eat MSG, my face gets numb. She knew that. I knew we all, same with my family, the whole thing. We're like, okay. And so the funny thing about that specific ingredient is they rename it every year or two because it gets bad PR. It was mm -hmm. something that it was yeast extract. And then it's something and like, they just keep calling it different things and putting it in stuff. So I look at every can of food that I buy and I look for that. And, you know, after a while, you start understanding the brands that have it and don't have it. You start understanding the kinds of canned soup or this that have it and don't have it. But, yeah, when you pick up a, a thing of pancake mix, it's like, why are there 400 ingredients in pancake? I thought it was, like, flour, eggs, at like, four or five, like, baking soda, whatever it is. I don't bake. but I cook, but I don't bake. So I actually genuinely have no idea. what. what we <laughs> but it's like, I thought there was four or five ingredients. And it's like, yeah, that's because we've gone, we've over manufactured these like chemical mixes to get you the perfect result when you're eating the pancake, but then it's poisonous for you in every other way. So it's yeah, like great, great 10 seconds and then a terrible everything else. So we're not about that. We're about the great 10 seconds and then the rest of your time is good because we actually, you know, I'll give you a specific example. Disodium EDTA. It's, uh, you know, it has like, some people say, I won't use a product with it. It's like, well, it's a chelating agent. So what it does is it binds to heavy metal ions and helps certain products and ingredients penetrate. The problem with it is if you have other bad ingredients in your formula, disodium EDTA helps those penetrate into your skin. So it's actively mm. bad. If you only have good ingredients in your formula, it helps the good ones penetrate. That's actively good. It's like, okay, wait, that sounds fantastic. Let's use it. And we use it and it's worked out perfectly. So it's like, yeah, because we didn't include those other garbage ingredients. So I like you that, want hyaluronic acid to penetrate. Disodium EDTA is an active booster for that. It's fantastic. That's a great analogy. So, I mean, you got the key. Which door you open, that's completely up to you. What you yeah. let in the door, that's completely up to you. But you have control over that yeah. door. All right. Um, you know, as we're getting close to the end of our time here, where are people going to find, like if they want to get this product, what are they going to find when they go to your website and how do they get in contact with you or how do they purchase this product? Where can it be found? Yeah. So we, we sell on our store. It's, you know, Shopify store. It's Crete, K-R-E-T-E dot club. Um, 
we have a $6 subscription that we recommend for everyone to try. It's like we offer free shipping on every order. Again, we're trying to make this such an easy decision, like six bucks. The thing costs $39. You're getting an 84% discount. You try it. It signs you up. You can literally just like order it and cancel the subscription two seconds later. We actually have some people who do that. And then we see them a week later once they get the product resubscribe because they're like, oh, actually, it was amazing. Our retention rate is like 90 something percent. It's it's ludicrous because all we need to do is get it in your hands. Like I said, we lose money on the first bottle. And then once you try it, you're like, all right, this is my this is my moisturizer for life. We have a facial serum and a body serum. And we're coming out with like six or seven products this year or so. Um, but yeah, Crete, K-R-E-T-E dot club. You can follow us on all the social things, to be honest. Like, I don't know. We're not we're, we're about to start posting interesting stuff, but just buy the product and look good yourself. You know, the story should be about you, not us. So very, very true. Let me ask you, man, how'd you come up with the name? Why Crete? Okay. So it was a little bit of art and a little formula. So I, I liked Greek sounding names. I liked Nike, Kith, Nix. I liked the K's, R's, T's, X's, S's. So that was kind of in it. So I looked at a bunch of Greek and Roman God names and like Ooh, Achilles skincare. I don't know. It's just like, it just all kind of sounded too cheesy. Then one of our products is going to be concealer for guys. Now that is technically makeup, but it's not the whole face. It's I had to use that on my nose to cover a scar. Like right now, like, you know, this is, you can see it a little bit. Well, I woke up this morning, 10 times redder. I put a little concealer on it. It essentially kind of hides it. You can't really see it. So I thought concealer should be one of the products we sell. I overtly wanted to use that. So I thought, okay, well, women have foundation. Guys will have concrete. I was like, okay, maybe if it's called the concealer is called concrete, mm. shorten it to Crete. And then we didn't end up calling the concealer concrete. We're calling it a camo pen, but, but the name Crete was there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's good. And if we call it with a K, it's not going to be confused with the island of Greece. And then all of it was available. I basically did the test between that and a couple of the names and that one crushed it. And was like, okay, that's, that's it. So it was like, I wanted a Greek name, had this other thing and it kind of led me right back to it. Isn't it funny how that thing you know, works out? Just get busy figuring out what you like. It'll show up. The, the business will evolve. It'll, it'll kind of make its way. It's kind of like when you're formulating all your different products, right? You're trying different things until mm -hmm. you realize what finally works all together. And this is the product that we got. Dude, uh, Jake, it's been a, a pleasure having you on the program, man. One more time before we head out, how can people get a hold of your product? Yeah, Crete, K-R-E-T-E dot club, C-L-U-B. You know, just Shopify website. We offer free shipping, $6 trial. Crazy discounts almost all the time. But uh, yeah, it's pretty easy. That's it, man. Six bucks, ladies and gentlemen. Six bucks to get your skin feeling luxurious. And like Jake was saying, once you try it, you ain't ever going to go back. Once your eyes are open to it, you're just going to know. There's no going to be a comparison. You're going to have your own products. I mean, you're already using lotion. You're already using something. Six bucks. Give this product a try. Make sure you guys check it out. Go to www.crete.club. That's K-R-E-T-E.club. Check it out. Try it. Subscription-based subscription $6 moisturizer. Let's get this thing on the road. Jake, thank you very much for coming on the program, Thanks, ladies man. and gentlemen. We will catch you guys on the next one. Peace. And we're out. It's over. Go home. Is your business in need of marketing? Try starting a podcast. But not just any podcast. Podcast like a pro. We can show you how to take your business from being invisible to becoming a brand people trust. Go to www.businessbros.biz to get started today.